Hey guys, this is Coach V. And I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. Coach David, good day to you. Good evening, I should say. How are you doing? Yes, I'm well, thank you. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, I'll uh, give Kaizen Nation a quick update. We're, uh, we're, we're trying to get sleep. For those of you who don't know, we, uh, my wife and I, we just yep. welcomed our third uh, child into the world. We are overjoyed. House is full of love and uh, lacking sleep, at least for the adults in the house. So, uh, but we're, we're doing well. Yep. We're doing well. Diapers and little eyeshadow. That, that's classic. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, all's well. And thank you, everyone, for the, for the lovely wishes. We really appreciate it. Um, jumping into the episode here, we are going to review three different case studies for adults who are training in the martial arts. And we're going to give you three different case studies and scenarios, um, you know, as a busy professional, as individuals with children, things like that. So let's go ahead and jump into number one. Our first case study, we actually have a, a, a student who's, who's going through this right now. We're not going to name any names, but I think it's going to be applicable to a lot of people here where it's a family who's looking to train and it's a gradual process. It's not like everyone jumps into training right at once. Very often folks, you know, uh, the son or the daughter, one of the kids in the family starts to train mom and or dad it gets interested they want to train as well but the hardest part then is how do we make sure that everyone's schedule works in such a way so that the adults can actually train yeah this is a good one and uh, i can tell you from experience on and from watching over many many years the families that train together with the you know a combination of the parents and the kids train together is fantastic we've fully endorse it. We will do what we can do possibly to help make that happen for you because, you know, there's really, there's a good synergistic effect for both training for the adults and the kids. But the question comes up, well, how do you make that work? Um, Luckily, we have programs specialized for kids and adults, and usually they're not at the same time. But what happens if you have a situation whereby um, both adults want to train and there's only like one or two classes they can possibly make, but they've got kids to deal with. And um, that's a very good question. Um, first of all, you have a couple options. One would be bringing the kids along. Um, nothing is better than watching. Like I've told someone recently as an aside who was ill and, and, and sick and they couldn't actually come to class to train, but they weren't contagious. It was, it was not something else. And I said, you know what? Just come and watch. You know, you get a lot out of watching. You'd be amazed at what you can pick up and you can get to see your friends and, you know, there's a lot to be gained. So I would say to the parents, if you can possibly bring the kids, they're welcome to sit along and watch, right? You can bring a book. You can bring like a iPad. As long as you're sitting quietly, they are welcome in the class to, to watch. Um, the other possibility would be to hire like a babysitter, right? If you don't trust that the kids are okay by themselves, bringing help, right? You, we used to do this all the time, Coach V, and you got to tell me if you do this as well, but we would hire mother's helpers, we called them, and these would be young kids, usually in the, you know, somewhere in the 10 to 12 range, weren't really fully babysitters, but they were great. If you were in the room, they could entertain the child and carry stuff and, you know, generally assist and, you know, it, very cheap labor, but would allow you both to do that. Those are a couple ideas that shot to my mind. I think that's brilliant. I'm taking notes here as you're, uh, <laughs> as you're talking. I'm going to file that away for future use, Coach David. I'll give you one last thing to think about is, um, you know, Kaizen Nation, if you're thinking about how can you get to class, right? You know, you and your significant other or partner want to get to class, but you have dependents at home, right, that need care. I think there comes a point when those dependents can actually train with us in class. And I want to be really clear on this. 
we do not have like a mommy and me class. We don't offer anything like that. So it's not like a five-year-old and an adult training in the same class. We don't do that. What we do suggest is you have to talk to your instructor of the class at a certain age and or height and or maturity level. Sometimes it would be appropriate for that individual to come on and join us. So sometimes the girls can about 12 or 13 years of age, the boys about 13, 14 years of age. But every case is different, right? So you want to make sure you check with the instructor, do a trial class to see if it's going to be a good fit. Because what you don't want to have happen is where the, the child who's coming in or the youth who's coming in just kind of feels lost, right? That, that's not going to be a good fit for, for anybody involved. Yeah, 100%. You, you need to be comfortable. But as Coach V just said, talk to the instructor. That's the best way to go. 100%. Let's go to case study number two. Um, we're going to use an example of a young family who has three kids. Not that I would know who that would be. And uh, Coach David, I'll give you an example for training. And my wife and I actually do this. Um, not just when I'm teaching, but if I'm personally training. We schedule like you wouldn't believe. And hats off to her. She's a lot better at scheduling than I am. But basically what we'll do is we use a simple calendar. You, know, you can use Google Calendar. You can use whatever scheduling you know, application that you, you know, app you use. Google is a really good one. Um, you can do shared calendars, that kind of thing. But I think having a shared calendar is absolutely essential. Um, the other thing we do is we print out the weekly calendar, um, not each week, but whatever is recurring on the calendar, and it's on the refrigerator. Um, so you can see, like, for instance, when I'm teaching or when I'm at a class or something like that, it's on the, it's on the refrigerator. We don't have to pull up a device. We don't have to connect to the Internet. It's boom. It's right there. And we already know. So I think that, you know, adults out there, a big part of getting to class is you have to have a supportive partner who basically lets you go to class. And I know some of you are hearing about, what do you mean lets me go to class? What I mean by that is just being supportive, you know, is okay with you being out of the house. It's not going to be detrimental to the household, to the kids, to the relationship, whatever it may be. You want to be in harmony with that decision that you're going to be away for X amount of time. Um, guys in the room, if you're listening, uh, tune into this, okay? And yes, parents, this is a kid-friendly podcast. <laughs> if you're training at night, be accountable for where you're going, right? If you're staying after to chat, text and say, hey, I'm, I'm sitting here to text. I'm, sitting, I'm chatting with some of the, my friends after class. Don't leave your, your significant other partner wondering where are they. Class ended at 8.30. It's 9.30. They're not at home. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, Coach David, but I think it's a very important thing to have that level of support. But then it's a two-way street. you got to have that level of accountability as well. A hundred percent agree with that. And I'm just going to add as an aside to that calendar thing, which is excellent, it also gives some accountability to you going to class because it's printed out and everybody sees it. So you can't say enough about that level. We talked about this with goals. When they're printed and you see them, they're much more likely to have happened. If it's class is written on the calendar and it's on the fridge and everybody sees it, you're going to probably go. And I think that's fantastic. 100%. Coach Dave, we're going to shift over to case study number three. It's our final case study. Can you introduce it to us uh, as we kind of, you know, again, this whole podcast is about exploring how busy parents, busy professionals, how we can navigate the whole landscape of training um, with, a, with a demanding career, with you know, children, things like that. Yeah, this is a this case probably applies to most adults who are who have kids who are listening to this. Um, and I certainly went through this for many, many years as my kids were young. And that's what do you do to try to get in training? I mean, yes, we all have busy we work, we have family commitments, outside commitments, the kids' activities. It seems like there's always something scheduled on the calendar. And I can tell you a couple of things. 
first, what worked best for me was waking up earlier than everybody in the house and getting my training done first thing. And then it didn't matter what meeting came up or kid got sick or you name it, whatever curveball life was going to throw. And there were always curveballs. Got the workout in, felt better the rest of the day. It was worth the, the lower amount of sleep, at least for me. But let's say you can't even do that. To me, having the, the ability to be flexible, so important. Have a gym bag always ready in your car. I like a to-go bag. So you are literally five minutes from putting on sneakers and, and your shorts and going for a run. You're, you know, you are, you could at a drop of a hat, say I can fit in my hour at the gym. Boom, I'm there. Being able to have that flexibility, because you don't necessarily know when that's going to be, will allow you a lot of mental stability because you know that, all right, this is when this happens. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be able to get a workout in. And it, I feel it really can help you. Coach David, that is just brilliant. Uh, I'm going to re-listen to this after this uh, goes live, and I'm going to definitely take notes on that. Um, to, to wrap up this episode, I've talked about it in other episodes, but it's worthwhile bringing this up again. This may be controversial to some. This What I'm going to share is not for everybody. So if you're not like hardcore serious about working out, this is not for you. Um, if you're just a little bit going off the deep end like Coach David and myself, this is going to be for you. I currently, my number of gym memberships, Coach David, it, it, it fluctuates um, seasonally. Right. And so right now I'm back up to three full gym memberships. Like I'm talking like deluxe, like, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what that means in a second. And I also have a fully equipped home gym. And I say this because I just needed to make sure that I took away every possible excuse for why I wasn't going to work out. And I'm talking like one of the gyms we go to because it has childcare and, you know, I can go with the kids. My wife can go with the kids. We can go with the kids. And it's got a pool. It's got, you know, there's just no excuses, right? So you can't say that, oh, I have kids, therefore I can't go. No, that's it. Another one is a um, kind of, it's open almost 24 7, at least the hours that I would be going. Key fob access, you got to log in on the app, the whole thing. A little bit more to get in there. But Coach David, there's almost no one in there. And because you pay a couple bucks extra, it's worth it because there's less people, which means I complete the workout 10 or 15 minutes faster to a busy professional. What's an extra 15 minutes to you? Priceless. You can't put a price tag on that. And then the third one is further away to different places that I drive to work-wise. And that way, I'll give you an example. Let's say that you're done with your work at 5 o'clock. Let's just use a number that most people are used to. Let's say you're done at 5. Well, if your gym's near your house... And that means you have to drive home. Well, by the time you drive home, you might be hungry. You want to get a meal. All of a sudden, by the time you digest it, you're talking 8, 9 o'clock that you're getting to the gym in the evening. That's too late. Well, what if you go straight to the gym? Well, now you haven't eaten. So for me, I want the gym to be convenient. I, I need it to be as convenient as humanly possible. It has to be on my terms, and meaning the gym now. When I get in there, I mean, we're strictly business. We're not goofing around. We're not horsing around, headphones in. The workout is already done prior to going in. We already, I already know exactly what needs to be done. So again, for anyone who's interested in uh, you know, busy professionals out there, if you're looking for a way to – I know we're talking about karate here right, and, and training in class, but that's how you need to map out your classes. We have classes seven days a week. If you're not part of our school and you train elsewhere, you need to get the full schedule of the dojo that you train at. So maybe the, the, most, the, the closest class might not be what you go to, but maybe it's the most convenient class, um, which might not be a distance proximity-wise, but it's based on your schedule. 
Yeah, that was just brilliant. And uh, yeah, it might not be for everybody, but I bet you, you can work things like that into your schedule. Perhaps your work has a gym on, you know, whatever in the basement or whatever, you know, they're usually discounted, probably worth it. Even if you have another gym, because you can sneak off for a half hour, get that treadmill in, you know, go lift weights or whatever it is you're into. And boy, that is the recipe for staying active, staying fit. We always talk about that, you know, being close to to game ready at any time. That is just awesome. Yeah, and I'll leave you with this, Coach Dave. I forgot to mention this. Um, you know, the the gym in the basement of the house. You know, when when our third child was born, I I knew that you know time was not going to permit me to to luxuriously go to the gym and do all this while my poor wife is you know dealing with all the stuff in the house. So I mean, the workouts are fast and furious right now. Um, they're downstairs in the home dojo, and I just get it done. You know, and you just kind of do it, understanding it's not going to be perfect. But it's better than doing nothing. And you, you know, the key metrics that you're looking for is: Did you do something? Did you move? Did you get in your steps? That's like base level one. That's like survival mode, right? <laughs> you know, if you can get past that to like meet a certain time threshold in your workout or a certain you know load in terms of the weights, that's all extra, right? But if but professionals out there, parents, you know, if you're like, what can I do to just kind of make sure that I'm making things work? Measure your steps each day. That's a that's a no brainer. Just do something to get physically active or you get your heart rate elevated. If you can do those as like minimums, you're in good shape. Yeah, 100% agree. And that is brilliant. Just keep moving. Just keep doing something. You're going to be thankful for it. 100%. Hey, Coach David, this is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. This is Coach V. I'm Coach David. Be well. Be safe, folks. We'll see you next time. We can't wait to talk to you then. Take care, everybody.